Hello and welcome to another episode of the Try Lawyer Podcast. I have to stop myself every episode from as I hear our electric night dance music, which I love, by the way. And I can't say why I don't really listen to that kind of music in my personal life, but for our, this show uh, and the vibe of this show, I think it's awesome. So I chose it. Plus, uh, on this platform I use called Podbean, uh, there are a limited, a finite number of options, and that was the one that kind of caught my ear the most. And uh, hopefully, my microphone issues—I may have finally solved them. Believe it or not, the the best microphone it appears for me on this show is uh, a pair of wired uh, Apple headphones, like the kind that come with your phone, um, and just putting my phone on airplane mode and recording directly into the phone, and I seem to have the best sound quality uh, of all on perhaps the simplest of mediums. I've tried all these different fancy microphones, headphones, uh, you know, the kind that DJs wear, um, and, and all that, so... Um, yeah, I finally think we're we're getting better on sound quality, and part of me says I got to go re-record all my all the uh, episodes of of this podcast. And admittedly, I think if I were to start over, I w- I would do some things differently. Um, but like anything that's natural and sort of organic, I do like how the Tri Lawyer Podcast is is something that's that is, is evolving, right? I mean, I started it, and I just wanted to do it, right? I just wanted to not worry about being perfect and having a great intro and having a great sound quality even or the best topics or guests to interview. I just wanted to do the Trial Lawyer podcast and have it be uh, from my heart, which is which is what it's been. Um, this is something that I love. Uh, these are the topics I think about the most. And there are people I know who are like me out there. And whether this show is particularly uh, interesting to them or not, I don't know. I mean, I know I have some supporters and a number of people have pulled me aside and said, hey, I really enjoy it. But I get that it's not for everybody, uh, for sure. So, but like any any good thing in the world, uh, I think it can't be fake, right? Like I can't, I can't try to be something I'm not. And uh, I am a person who uh, has a great family and who has a great life and has a great job uh, and who loves uh, the balance of all of those things. And that includes uh, my favorite sport, at least of the last... 10 plus years, uh, and that's triathlon, which it, it just totally is. I mean, there's, I love baseball. Um, I follow football pretty closely, American football, but I know more about the pro triathletes, uh, men and women, and their lives and their stats and their personal lives uh, than I do of any, any other sport. And I follow it more closely, and I, I get, it feels, you know, I mean, I get excited about the World Series and the Super Bowl, but I get even more excited about the big triathlons, um, and even the not so big ones, if there's just a few of the big names uh, participating. And I'm always trying to find footage and, and watch the races. And, um, you know, it could be argued that watching a triathlon is a little bit like watching grass grow. Uh, but to me, uh, and I think to probably a lot of people, uh, it's it's not. And it's the opposite of that. It's just, it's thrilling from, from uh, start to, to finish. So, Anyway, uh, it's 2022. I mean, I can't believe it. 2022, 2020 and 2021 flew by. And I feel like we all kind of lost a couple years in, in some ways. And 
Uh, for me, it wasn't out of a lack of, uh, you know, of doing cool stuff. I, I just, you know, I, I know that, that COVID can be political and I, I don't know why it shouldn't be. Um, but I get that when you're dealing with public health, especially to people like me and, and a lot of the people I associate with, when you, when you actually do take your health really seriously uh, and you care very much about what you put in your body, that uh, there is, a, I, I believe, um, without trying to get controversial here, I think there is an argument to be made um, that you shouldn't be forced to put anything in your body that you're not comfortable with. And, um, you know, I, I have some respect for people uh, who, who question that. Um, at the same time, I, you know, I like to follow the Judeo-Christian ethic of, you know, love thy neighbor. And, you know, when I hear stories about uh, ERs being maxed out because there's people in there who aren't vaxxed and that's causing, you know, people with underlying health conditions and other issues who maybe are vaxxed not be able to get a bed, uh, that doesn't seem like a, a very neighborly th- uh, approach. Um, all that said, it makes for an interesting debate. For me, it came down very simply to talking to my doctor. And I'm, I, I, I know that I'm lucky in this regard because I've had bad doctors before, doctors who didn't listen, who just, you know, <laughs> put their finger, uh, you know, in there and told me to take uh, Simvastatins or, you know, Flomax or whatever without even listening to the fact that I was telling them, hey, look, you know, Actually, I'd never been prescribed simvastatin, but I know a lot of people get it. Um, but I did. I I've had a bad experience with doctors um, a couple times where I told them about my life and my lifestyle, and that I would prefer to solve whatever issues I might be having as I age, um, you know, organically, and and them just not listening and being like, "Here, you should just take this." And uh, I think that's frustrating. Um, so I say that, but I'm lucky now. I have a doctor who I like, who I really value, who gets triathlon and Ironman and the, the demands that puts on your body, but also the, the you know, major uh, medical po- positives it brings. But he said, oh, absolutely get the vaccine. And so for me, it was a really easy decision. And um, one of the doctors, our pediatrician, who's recently retired that we bring our kids to, uh, who, who shares a lot of similar values, both, you know, with, you know, his attitude about, you know, loving thy neighbor and also with um, health and you know, limited screen time and all these things that I think are really important in raising our kids. Uh, he said, oh yeah, absolutely get the vaccine. And so, you know, when it's not just some public health bureaucrat telling you, you, you should get it for the benefit of everybody. Um, cause I, I do have some concerns about that. Um, just, just because I think it, it limits our ability to choose our own bodies and how we want to manage our own bodies a little bit. Um, I think it was an easy decision for me. And so in getting the vaccine, and my point in all of this is just that it's been um, nice to sort of have it and then go on living our lives and still, you know, being appropriate and wearing our masks as needed. But um, I, I want to be outside and I want to be doing stuff. And to me, life is not sitting watching TV. It's not sitting watching my, staring at my phone. Um, and so it's about being outside and, and doing cool stuff. And so uh, we've been able to do that. Now, this Omicron thing has kind of screwed that all up uh, because apparently the vaccines don't really do much for us in that regard, at least for catching it. And I think uh, my family, we all, we all got hit with it around the holidays. Um, it, it's cost, uh, you know, cost us some of our family time. Um, but we're, we're on the mend, and it's now January 8th, and uh, I'm at my office doing some work, you know, getting ready for the new year. And um, it's a Saturday, but that's good. It's nice and quiet around here. And I also wanted to get caught up on my podcast and get this year, uh, 
you know, my 2022 preview uh, episode out and just kind of talk about it. Um, I had a funny instance this morning with my wife. Um, she got up early as she does. I, need, I needed to sleep in and I'm going to talk a little bit about why I need to sleep in today. But uh, I slept in a little bit. Kids slept in. We were all in, in our bedroom and um, my wife got up to go do a new workout class she's doing and uh, I was still in bed about eight and uh, I, my daughter who loves to start her day with chocolate milk, which I totally get. Um, it's like coffee to me. Uh, I texted my wife because I could hear her downstairs and said, hey, would you mind bringing up some chocolate milk? And then she responded with a number of texts and then she came home. Then I went downstairs to make the chocolate milk because I didn't think I got a response. And I'm like, did you get my text? She's like, yeah, I responded. I said I would. And I said, do you want a latte? And I said, gosh, it's so bizarre. I don't, your text, I said, I never get it. She's like, yeah, I know. You never answer my texts. And so we, she grabbed my phone and sure enough, I had, somehow either me or my kids or somebody had, had like deprioritized her text. It's like, don't, sh- don't show notifications of this person when they text. So uh, we had a good laugh about that. And she, of course, you know, the joke was that I had clicked that button on the phone and that said, you know, or moved that toggle that said, uh, <laughs> do, not, do not show notifications uh, uh, from this person. And so that was a funny way to start the day, but uh, we had a good laugh. And uh, so here we are in 2022, and I'm a, I've been a traditionally a New Year's resolution person, and I, and I really believe that the end of the year and going into the next year is a good time to reprioritize some things. And I know that there's some cynics out there, and, and I've, I've been one of them in the past too. I mean, I, I don't think anybody gets more annoyed than I do on January 1st or 2nd when, you know, the gym is packed and you can't do the classes you want to do or you can't get into the you know can't get a parking spot or you know you can't get a lane at the pool like that's that's frustrating for sure um when you're you know when you (laughs) hold yourself as this you know badass who never misses a day all year round rain or shine and then all of a sudden you can't do it and all these newbies are in there taking up your spots like I, i get the frustration um at the same time good for people you know i mean the holidays are tough they're stressful. There's a, you know, a desire. And I mean, I think to some degree sort of a, a, I mean, a social pressure is one thing, but I actually think decompressing over the holidays, indulging on food and drink a bit is, is okay. It's healthy. Um, and if nothing else, it's healthy because it's sort of, it, it, for me at least, it gets me to that point of, okay, that was fun, but you know, now it's go time. The weekend's over. Let's the new year's starting. I'm going to go back in with a with a fresh perspective, and I'm going to go you know kick ass and crush the next year. And so I like New Year's resolutions, and um, I, I think you want for them to be successful. You want them to be manageable. And I've had really good success with like one year, uh, I quit drinking soda. I was like you know 25. I just said I'm not going to have any cokes or any diet cokes or anything for a year. Um, and I, and I did it and I actually ended up doing it for several years. Now I, now I drink Coke as a, you know, as a treat. I I don't really like diet flavor anyway, so I'll just drink, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a treat to have a a soda. I had a hot dog the other day. I had a root beer with it. It was really good. (laughs) So, uh, I'll do it now on, on occasion. Uh, one year I did French fries because I I love hamburgers. I order hamburgers a lot when we go out to dinner and I just said, all right, for a year, I'm not going to eat French fries. I'll have get a salad or soup or, or some other side dish when I order a hamburger, uh, just to cut back on the the you know carbs and calories of, of French fries, uh, or as some people call them chips in England and elsewhere. 
And uh, I was able to do that. And for a lot of years, I just held the fries. And uh, that was a good kind of healthy move. Um, so this year, I, I came up with a few. And I think they're manageable. Uh, we'll see. Um, but the first one was um, dry January. Uh, I've seen people like on slow twitch talk about dry January. A lot of triathletes talk about it. And um, I, you know, I, I, you could, depending on your perspective, you could say I drink too much or, or not that much. Um, I drank a lot in my, you know, twenties and even in my early thirties, um, I, I, I partied too much for sure. Um, and way too much at times. And, uh, I don't think, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I certainly am perfectly cool going, uh, without booze. Um, but I do like it. I, I like to party. Um, and I, it's funny, triathlons kind of changed me in that way is that I love, feeling good. Um, I do, I do triathlon because it makes me feel good and booze does not make me feel good. And the older I get, the more it makes me feel like crap. And so over, you know, so I'm 44, I just turned 44 in December. So the last say 10 or 11 years, um, I, I've, I've just been drinking less, uh, because of how it makes me feel if nothing else. Um, and I, I don't like, I, I don't want to be hung over around my kids. I hate that. I, the, one or two times I've done it. It's been horrible. I just feel like a terrible father. Um, and so anyway, I, I just am doing dry January. I don't need to have a single drink this month. And it's now, like I say, January 8th, and I have not had a drink this month. And um, I don't think I've ever felt better, honestly, uh, up and at the world. And um, my second New Year's resolution is the 5 a.m. club. Um, I'm making myself get my my butt out of bed every day of the week, not the weekends necessarily, but every day of the week at 5 a.m. Um, it's, I'm not naturally an early riser. I mean, I get out of bed earlier than I want to a lot because I, I know I need to, but it's, my wife just springs out of bed, you know, sometimes at 4, 3.45, 4 or 5. I mean, she's, it's no problem to get up at 5 every day for her. It is hard for me, um, but I know I can do it, and when I do it, I feel great. And it really gives me more time to do the, the workouts I want to do and more time for work uh, in the environment where I can get things done if I do it. And uh, so I did it every day this week. It was awesome. I uh, slept in today on Saturday, but uh, I did it every day and got, I mean, I was doing good hour and a half workouts, you know, and I'm done by 7 a.m. I swam three times this week. Like, it was a great week. And so uh, 5 a.m. club, and I'm going to keep that going uh, as long as I can reasonably. Uh, and so, yeah, so dry January, 5 a.m. club, uh, they go hand in hand, obviously. And, uh, so that's, that's a good one for me. Um, for the year, uh, as in my last podcast, I talked about the 2021 year in review. I came just short, uh, in statistically of doing a sprint triathlon, uh, every day on average, um, for the year. And so if you tallied up all my swim, bike and run totals, I was just under, like I was like three yards short on uh, swimming per day uh, of an 800 swim. I was uh, a little under on biking and a little under on running. Um, I was like, you know, thir- uh, 12, uh, 12 miles, I think on, let's see, what was I actually know this summer? I was like 12 miles on the bike, 11.8 miles on the bike uh, per day and um, 2.8 miles per day on the run. So I just got to, you know, edge those numbers up a little bit and I would uh, get a sprint triathlon per day on average, which would be awesome. 
And the sort of last uh, New Year's resolution is um, no TV before bed on the weeknights. Uh, kind of, I used to read a ton, and I kind of got in the habit of watching like uh, The Office or like a, a light sitcom before bed as I fall asleep. And I, I think it, I don't think it's, it's just kind of mind numbing and it's not terrible, but reading, you know, really puts your mind, uh, it just kind of slows it down. And I've, I've noticed, uh, this week that I've been doing that. Um, maybe it's the alcohol, maybe it's the reading, maybe it's the getting up early and being more tired and sleeping a little better, but I'm not grinding my teeth as much. I'm not as stressed out. And so, um, those are just a few manageable, uh, uh, New Year's resolutions I'm, I'm putting into practice, and so I'm really excited about 2022, and I'm really going to try to stick with these going forward uh, to try to bring out the the best in myself. And because uh, I know that when I'm at my best and I'm feeling my best, I'm at my best at work, I'm at my best at home, and that's you know what's important. So um, got some races this year. It's going to be my biggest year of triathlon. I think this will be my a little bit of my swan song of being a you know all in on serious Ironman. Uh, I do kind of plan to take it back a notch uh, in 2023 and maybe just do a couple 70.3s uh, and more like local races, sprints and Olympics because um, I, I love those. And it, it, it really just simply comes down to time. Ironman, to do it right and to feel good, you know, there's just the, that five, six hour bike ride on Saturday morning. It's it's really hard to do when you've got little kids and you know, my kids and their sports are important and they're way more important than my, my Ironman goals. Um, and so while they're at this stage, um, I'd like to peel back the full Ironman training and, uh, and focus on, on them and getting up with them and taking them skiing and doing some things that kind of in some ways are sort of, uh, interrupted by Ironman training. So that said, uh, but I am going to do this year. I'm going to do big this year because I qualified for some races and I, I kind of see this as once in a lifetime opportunities. Um, even though I have done Kona already, um, I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to go all in this year. Uh, not at the expense of my kids. It's just going to be more 5am wake ups, uh, during the weekend on the weekends, frankly, to, to get through it. So, uh, I'm doing Oceanside 70.3 is kind of my warm up event in the, at the end of March. I'm excited about. I just that was the last race I did. Um, we did that in, I think, in uh, late September, early October of 2021, and I didn't quite have a PR. I, I had a PR on the on the half marathon of like uh, 136, um, but I did like a 4:49, which was my second best time ever on a half, and so I'm really excited to to try to uh, improve on that. Uh, that'll be a good start for the year. Um, then I'm doing the World Championships in St. George in May. Um, I didn't qualify for it, but I had already signed up to do that Ironman. And then they changed the 2021 World Champs to St. George the same weekend. And they said, if you're already signed up for it, you can, you're in it. You're, you can do the World Champs. So what the hell? Um, nothing better than a World Championship race. All the pros, all the sponsors. I mean, the, the, you know, the, just the hubbub and the, the energy associated with a World Championship race uh, is something I am Jones and four. So I'll be there. I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm going to get in good shape for that race. Um, but I probably won't try to peak out. I'll try just try to do, you know, something in like the mid tens, maybe 10, 40, 10, 50, uh, just feel good, feel upright. Maybe push myself a little on the run. I've, I've been, I've been working on my nutrition and I, I cramps are a big issue for me on the last half of the marathon, traditionally in, in an Ironman. And so I'd like to, I like to 
find a way to you know, manage that from happening. And I think that will shave some time that I've lost in the past just because of cramping, even if I'm not in tip-top shape. So I plan to be in good shape, um, but I don't have to be in the best shape of my life for that race. Um, I don't have any desire to set a PR there. Um, and then I'm doing Kona in October, and I would like to set a PR there, at least for a Kona PR. I think I, w- I will train extremely hard for that race. That's going to be kind of my big one. Um, I'd like to be in the best shape I've ever been. And I, I don't know, frankly, if I can break 10 hours, uh, I probably it would probably take a ton of work for me to get there. And maybe I don't, I won't end up having the time to do that, but man, I'd love to, um, at least low tens. Um, I did, I did Kona in ten fifty two last time and I had, you know, a lot of things went well. I mean, I had a pretty good swim. I think I was one Oh nine on my swim, which, which is pretty good for an Ironman without a wetsuit for me. Um, I biked five twenty six, and that was good, but I think I could probably shave, uh, a few minutes off that with a better bike um, that I have and uh, just knowing the course a little better. But that course, you know, I mean, depending on the wind, it could really change. You know, it's more based on the conditions of the day than, than, than anything. Uh, my run was, was not bad, but it was, it was disappointing. I think it, I think it was my slowest Ironman uh, run time. I have 4.05. Um, I had, I cramped, I just had issues. I mean, it was hot and it was my first Kona and I, I, it, you know, I had to walk some. I mean, it was just one of those deals. So, um, I've never, I've never broke 350 on a, on a, on a marathon. I don't think, um, certainly not an Ironman marathon. And so maybe I did it Coeur d'Alene. I think I was like in the, I think I was about 352. Um, so I think that would be a, a, a very reasonable goal, but I think, uh, if I could shave, you know, say five minutes on the bike and maybe even like 20 or 30 minutes on the run, which I actually think I can do given my, some of my recent half marathon times. Um, I, I think I can get down there in the, uh, the low tens and, and maybe even sub 10 if I do it everything perfectly. So that's a big goal of mine. Uh, and then there's St. George, uh, 70.3 right after that. And I qualified for that at the 70.3 in ocean or in, um, Washington, uh, earlier in, in tw- or in uh, like September of 2021. So, you know, obviously it's only a couple weeks after Kona. So I'll be more maybe an Ironman shape, but for, for me, I mean, I'm not Lionel Sanders, right? So just being in good, uh, Ironman shape, uh, I think will lead to a good half Ironman shape and it'll just be a lot easier, frankly. <laughs> so I'll just go out and, and crush that race and put everything I have into it. And I, I could see, uh, maybe getting a PR there too, just given the energy and all that. But to do three world championship races in one year, um, that's pretty special for me. And so I'm really, really, really excited about 2022. If you can't hear it in my voice, um, it, it'll it'll have its challenges. You know, just I do a lot of traveling for work and and for family vacations. Um, I'm going to Pismo Beach next week to for my aunt Barbara's hundredth birthday party. I'm bringing my daughter Phoebe. Uh, I'm really excited, the two of us. Um, then I'm going to Miami for a long weekend uh, to the National Trial Lawyers Convention, which I can't wait for. I've never really, I've been to Florida for uh, Disney World, but we didn't really leave the park. Uh, we didn't leave the park at all. We just went from the airport to the park and stayed there and then flew home. I've never been to Miami. Um, you know, excited to check it out. I'm really excited to do some long runs there and uh, hopefully I can figure out a way to do a long ride also. Um, then I'll go to San Diego for the, the Oceanside race, uh, then Utah, St. George for the Ironman. Uh, we'll be at our cabin in Lake Chelan a number of times. 
Um, we'll be you know, going to Kona for that race, back to St. George, um, and all the while I'll be going to Atlanta at least four times as I do for work. So it'll be a busy year and it's hard to squeeze in the, the training, you know, especially the long stuff. But I'm hoping this 5am club thing is going to help me because I'm able to do more hour and a half to two hour workouts in the mornings on the weekdays when traditionally I wouldn't do that. And I can almost always squeeze in another hour at the, on my lunch hour. Um, so I'm hoping that that longer, um, you know, the, what you might call shorter sessions, but being, those shorter sessions being a little longer during the week um, will allow me a little more flexibility on the traditional long stuff on the weekends. Um, and so I'll do that. I mean, in the past, I have gotten up at 3 a.m., say, to do a five-hour bike ride uh, and still make it to work by 9 and that kind of thing. So that's what I'll... That's what I'll have to do uh, to pull this all off and still, you know, be able to get my kids to, to soccer practice and to their games on the weekends and, and all of that. Um, my plan for my business is to grow. Um, it's really it's really tough. I mean, it, it's stressful. I get worked up. Um, we've got a lot to do. My to-do lists are ever, ever expanding and, and I still have a heavy caseload. And so dealing with my clients and their cases uh, while also trying to accomplish the growth that I want um, for my firm and also to keep the peace and deal with the management and talk to everybody and try to be friendly every day and, you know, be, be a person who can listen when people are having personal problems. Uh, it's really, it's just a problem with, with hours in the day. Um, but we, you know, my firm owns this 800 beat DUI phone number in 49 of the 50 States and we're just paying for it. We're just sitting on it. And we haven't really come up with a good marketing approach to spread it across the country. But I think I do think there is a way to do it. And I have uh, an idea on how we need to execute it. So one of my 2022 goals is to um, have a law firm um, franchise that phone number in every of the 49 of the 50 states uh, by the end of the year, which is an ambitious goal for sure. Um, but I, 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 you know, what am I waiting for? So that's one of my goals. Um, we're moving, we're going to re- restructure our firm a bit. We've, we've gone all in on, on growing in hard into Seattle. It hasn't frankly worked out as well as we'd hoped. Um, we're going to take a little more of a, a measured approach and go into uh, South King County, a town called Kent, and uh, really try to grow our business there, um, kind of limit some of what we're doing in Seattle, save a few bucks on that, go more into an area that's closer regionally to us uh, for our like heavy uh, daily volume of, of new cases and uh, I'm excited about that. And um, I frankly think I need to step up as a leader more uh, than I've been doing. I get so sometimes I just want to go from my car to my desk and start working without without being a leader. So I'm going to work on that. Um, and uh, with family, um, you know, we're in a good place right now. Having um, we remodeled our house this past year, which was great. Uh, our house is a little more inviting to be in, uh, which is good. Um, you know, kids, kids couldn't be better. I mean, they're just so nice, but I am going to, you know, I do want to limit screen time. I do want to emphasize them being outside playing with their, their friends in the neighborhood. Um, I want to spend more time doing cool stuff with them. Um, you know, skiing vacations, uh, just getting out for the day, going on family drives, um, just, just being together outside and, um, being happy and, uh, not just sitting inside. And it's a little bit tough. Washington, we, <laughs> it's a deluge. For one, uh, we're getting pounded with rain. It's cold rain. So it's like, you know, 38 and rainy. Uh, the days are short. I'll admit it's it's hard to just say, hey, kids, go outside and play. 
because um, I, I, I can understand why they don't really want to because I don't really want to go out there uh, sometimes. And, um, you know, sports are limited right now. And so there is a, a, a temptation to do more stuff inside. Um, and so uh, I'm going to try to make it a point every weekend to, like, regardless of the weather, just get them in the car and, you know, whether we go out and go for a hike um, or we go try to go, you know, do some fishing or hit some golf balls, um, just be out in nature, out in the world rather than in our, in our house. And then thankfully having the vacation house is awesome. It's always an excuse to get out and go somewhere. Um, <laughs> although we've, this weekend we would have done that except the damn mountain passes, all of them are closed because of heavy snow. So we're kind of stuck this weekend, but that's okay because I'm here, I'm getting some work done and I'm doing my podcast and um, I've got a lot of reason to be optimistic about 2022. So that's really um, all for today. I, I really appreciate everybody listening, checking in. Uh, I wish everybody a great 2022 and uh, you know I would focus on your health and focus on your family and it seems like the rest happens pretty naturally uh, if you do those two things. So this has been another episode of the Try Lawyer Podcast. Until next time.